Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit it's episode 190 of The Backwash. Oh, it's the birds and the bees with Uncle Boyer. Ugh. And it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's The Backwash. Transmission has terminated. Now, it's time for an exclusive after-show podcast. The DSC presents The Backwash Podcast. So, you know, it's come up on the show a couple of times in the last few weeks. Is there a male equivalent of Karen? And mm-hmm. basically everyone on the show did like, no, there's just, it's a Karen's a Karen, blah, blah, blah. We have our very own Karen in the male form, Boyer. Boyer is what the male version of Karen. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Ex- after you admitted that you wrote a Karen letter to mm-hmm. NBC mm-hmm. to complain and you insulted them in your letter. How did trying I to insult get, them? What did you call NBC? What did you say it stands for? Oh, I said, why don't you put this over on MSNBC? More shit, nobody cares. <laughs> That's what it stands for. More shit, okay. nobody cares. Uh, but, okay. Nobody's one word. There it doesn't go. even work. No body cares. I Yes. Yeah, that's not grammatically correct. <laughs> no body, not human, not animal, not uh, indentured servant, nor uh, oh beast of God. burden. Oh, you're such a Karen. Have you? I could possibly give a fuck about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you're right. I was wrong. No insult there. Not at all. <laughs> no. Have you ever done this before? To be, you know. Of I, course I, I have. Are Ooh. you one to often write complaint letters to places? No. Okay. So I you... usually just don't use the product, but in this case, I want the fucking product, and I've been precluded from using it. The product in this case was Jeopardy, mm-hmm. which they seem to have seen fit to have removed from their broadcast lineup or run it at two in the morning yeah, or something. Yeah, that's not removed. It's was Crazy shit. Right. Rescheduled. Right. Which is, you might as well remove it. Nobody's staying up till two o'clock to watch a goddamn thing. You could record it. No, he can't. I, I He's can't. so old-fashioned, he just uses an antenna and has to watch live. <laughs> Listen, this is America. This is <laughs> broadcast. We work in broadcast, and that's, um, I am true to that tradition. It should be over the air and free. Sorry. So, yeah, it's like, man, they, they let me down. They pissed me off. They precluded me from using that. So, no, I don't usually write a complaint because if I have a complaint, I just don't use that product or service again. In this case, yes, it was justified, completely justified. So what other complaints have you written? In 19... Oh, God. <laughs> what? All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. In 1976, NBC, and I'm not targeting them, this is the God's honest, no bullshit <laughs> truth, NBC once again, or for the first time, 
came out with a show called uh, Baba Black Sheep. Uh, it was a later run as Black Sheep Squadron in syndication oh, yeah. because Universal would retitle the shows in syndication. Like Emergency became Emergency One. Rockford Files became Jim Rockford, Private Investigator. I have no idea why they did that, but they did. Anyway, so 76, 77, 78, it ran for two seasons and a little bit of a flutter of a third. And it was all about... World War II ace, this group of misfits, flying misfits, and how they had this stunning aerial combat record against the Japanese in the Pacific Theater. And uh, Robert Conrad was in it, Simon Oakland, Dana Elkar, uh, really good, solid actors. And uh, in 1978, NBC pulled the plug on this thing. Like, what? What? They did What? Mm-hmm. So, of course, I wrote a letter to NBC programming executives, which was probably something like, what the fuck are you assholes doing? You cocksuckers can't run a goddamn fucking network. Put the fucking show back on. Jesus, goddamn Christ. And how old were you? I was uh, 12 <laughs> at the time. And I had learned to type. So I know it was a typewritten letter. Uh, and uh, and I had typed this out, and then I went around my grade school, and I had all of my classmates sign this petition. And so, of course, somebody who didn't like me there said, "Yeah, well, Chris Boyer's got this dirty petition; he's having people sign." Oh. So did it get t- confiscated and it's, taken away? So I got busted. Because I had the petition that the for you know Black Sheep Squadron, and then all of the kids who signed it got called into uh, Lilia Gonzalez's office at um, McDowell Elementary School, <laughs> and my parents got a phone call uh, God. home about this, and uh, that was uh, that was my not. As pleasing experience with a complaint letter. Did it? So it didn't make it. It never it got sent. Never in, got. Right? It was. It was confiscated. The cocksuckers in the San Diego oh. Unified School District oh, confiscated dear. this fucking thing. Have you ever actually sent a complaint letter to a business besides this time you just did it? Yeah, I'm sure I have. Okay. Trying to, but you try to. Now I'm smart enough to try to word it in a way to actually have. Assistance if I want to resolve the issue. Huh? That's interesting because I thought your letter to NBC that we read on air was so aggressive and. Aggressive? Are you kidding? Okay. Did you hear your tone? My God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And would go immediately. Those are the kind of letters if I get something like that, I'm not going to waste my time. Obviously, they're running the. Uh, speeches for the debate coming up, uh, the, I'm sorry, the, the conventions coming up, which is very important and more people very than important. not. Now, come on, look. Of course, we have to, we're going to decide a president in the next few months here. Yes, it's important. They haven't been doing this stuff. Yes, it is important. It's, Whether it's you not, like it or care for it, of course it is. It's not important because nobody is going to watch that and change their mind about how they're voting. But people still want to watch it and want to see it, whether it's you or not. And it, that's that they're a major media outlet and 
are they more on the liberal side, NBC? Oh, yes. So then, of course, they're going to show that one. I'm sure they'll show the other one, too. But it was their night to showcase it. Um, would you just prefer it was at a different time, not over Jeopardy? Yeah. I don't give a <laughs> Run it at 8. Okay. But then what about the people who have a, a series at 8 o'clock they're then, waiting for, you know? So it's just you're taking it or personal. Like my How mom. can you possibly take yeah. a broadcast media source personal? Like that. My mom gets mad because they've been doing the coronavirus like task force like briefings and mm-hmm. it interrupts her soap operas. But she's not right. writing letters. She's it very looks- upset that she doesn't get her all my children. And they don't replay those. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, well, she can send a letter to the Communist Chinese oh, Party geez. who started that whole fucking thing. I didn't know thing. that I would do that. I'm sorry. I didn't know that that's what that was going to do. The Communist Chinese Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is responsible for the entire outbreak. So I empathize with your mother. I feel for her because just like your soap opera, I don't know when my Jeopardy will ever run again. It may just be among the lost episodes, and in 50 years they'll unearth it and sell it as a uh, special downloadable feature for, you know, $29. The Lost Jeopardy Episodes. I'm sure that's what's going to happen. Anna, did you say you complained about something over vacation? Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't say that I'm a Karen, but I do, I do complain. Like I do, I will call if I don't like the something that I got. I will let the barista know at Starbucks that they didn't make my drink correctly. It's you know you're providing me a service, you're getting paid for it, you're getting tipped for it. Like I, I want it done you know, correctly, and I just, I get really upset when people don't. Question real quick. Do their job. When you were a barista at Starbucks, so if someone complained about the drink, were you cool with that? You're like, yeah, yeah we gotta get it right. Yeah, so, super okay. sorry, you know, that shouldn't have happened. Would it's you like, do anything special cool. for them? Like, make them a free one next time? I let them keep the wrong one. Take that to someone at your office. Here's a new one. Uh, if they were super upset about it, they'd get a refund if they want it, but like, Starbucks is super, we hand out free drinks constantly and free gift cards constantly that's how so. they can afford they can afford it because of how much they charge for it yeah. or that's why it's six dollars right because you're paying for mickey's free one because yeah. mm-hmm. angela fucked it up there behind the counter <laughs> no okay. anna angela but yeah over when we were on vacation we finally tried the like grocery delivery through like mm. the amazon fresh or whatever mm-hmm. and you know, super excited to give you like a two hour window. And then we got the notification that it was delivered and Chafin was actually outside and he got delivered and he's like, no. Mm. And they did do a picture of where it was delivered and it was delivered to a condo, like completely across our complex from us. Not even the same building number, not even the same unit number. And so we go looking for it, and in the picture, of course, they didn't include the unit number. So we're, like, trying to, like, match front doors to this photo, seeing if there's bags out front. And we find the place, and there's no bags out front. Oh, no. So I knock on the door, and I didn't even say anything. The guy's like, oh, the groceries? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, we unloaded them. Oh, my God! Are you kidding? Let me unload them. And before, I, let me like load them back up for you. And before I could say anything, because I was like, I don't, I don't want these. Right. Like, I, you took them, put them in your house. Like I 0% want these. What? Well, there, were there perishables in there? I mean. Yeah, but it was literally dropped off. Like, I mean, you could, like, if I get a package that's not mine, I look at the address and I just drop it off. 
at the other person's house. Clearly, like, someone is expecting groceries. Yeah, you know like they're going to come wanted... for them. Oh, my gosh. So he brought, brings out the box, and I take the box, and I walk to Chafin, and I'm like, what do we do with these? And I guess I could have just let the guy keep them, but I was pissed, so we legit tossed them. Like, I was like, I don't... On. <laughs> I was so... Like, who does that? Who... T- like, it's not yours. Like, you yeah, know no. it's right. not yours. He was right. in the wrong... Could have taken it to a food bank? Yeah, but I mean, if somebody dumps something off at your door that requires extra care, like uh, vegetables are perishable and um, he not fresh known. meat selection. He in the bag that they put it in, he wouldn't have directly known that anything was perishable. In right, it. and it's not his. And when you live in a complex like that, clearly it belongs to someone else who's yeah. going to be looking for it. Don't be a fucking dick and take it. It's that just, pisses me yeah. off. Yeah, but you. you don't know when they're going to come doesn't by for it. doesn't fucking matter. It's not yours and then it's going to go bad. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's on not them if yours. it goes bad then. Just leave it on your doorstep. Okay, yeah. perfect. If any one of you has a child that's left on my doorstep, I promise I will just leave it the fuck alone. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, yes. Yes. I won't call the authorities. I won't give it a a, a uh, beverage. You could have easily just, A, left it, and it would have been Amazon's, 100% Amazon's fault. They would have been giving me a new order because it went bad on someone else's doorstep. But now you just took the liberty of unloading someone's groceries, especially in the pandemic we're in. Where I don't want anything that was inside your house. Yeah, that is so wrong. So, and then after that, I called I called Amazon piss. I'm like, not even the right street address because all the buildings in our house or complex have different street addresses. Not even the right street address. Zero percent the right unit number. Like, and we write instructions because we don't like that our people, the Amazon delivery drivers, they have one job and it's really difficult for them to drop off a package at the right house. So we leave instructions. So I was pissed. I was like, in the pandemic, we're in. You had. Dropped it off at someone else's house. They unloaded it and took it, and now we're out groceries, and we now we have to wait another like four hours to get a delivery. Oh god! And it was stuff we needed, like for dinner. And then when they delivered it, it was missing because they had sold out of a bunch of stuff. Oh my gosh! So I called them back because they didn't they didn't refund us. They just sent us a free package, and I was like, okay, hey, well this needs like we missed out on four things that we ordered because they sold out, and I was. So so mad. I was screaming at Amazon on the phone and Chavin's just like putting on his gaming headphones so he can't hear. And he's just like, oh my. He's like, I feel so bad for that Amazon customer service. Whatever. I, you know yeah, what? I was pissed. If there's a, ever time to invoke your inner Karen, Anna, yeah. I think you did so, it at the right time. I mean, the, the poor cocksucker on the phone had no direct responsibility for this. I, but I feel like if you just call and you're like, because I, and I made sure I was like, I want, like, like, I just want, my it, it might be a fault of mine. My, my biggest thing is I want people to know when they're doing wrong. Like I want right. people to know what you did was wrong. And, and like you person... have a job, and it's you deliver groceries, deliver it to the right house. There was instructions spelled out for you exactly where to park your car, what stairs to go oh. down, what unit number. You didn't follow instructions, and you dropped off my groceries. Inconvenience me when I'm supposed to be getting a convenient service. Right, I understand that completely. So, except the person who. Uh, got the yelling was some poor dipshit in, you know, 
well, third world country who's doing Afghan who's doing phone service for Amazon, and the person who really fucked up and was stoned and driving the delivery van and didn't give a shit and just tossed your groceries out wherever the fuck they felt like it is never going to hear your screams. Well, but my hope is because say someone at Starbucks came up to me and said, "Hey, an hour ago this drink was messed up. Like I didn't realize it until I got home." Can you remake it? And they were calm and cool about it. I would just remake it and move on. But if I had someone come in screaming at me because their drink was messed up and I wasn't the one who made it, I would make sure and go to that barista earlier and be like, hey, I just had this Karen come in and scream at me because you messed up your drink. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I maybe this driver does this constantly. Maybe he's been written up for it. Maybe, you know, like they should, like if you can't do your job, like you need. To be let know, hey, you're not doing your job correctly. Like, I would get in trouble. I would get, you know, be, hey, the podcast wasn't loaded correctly. Hey, this, you get told these things. Like, you're, that's what my hope is that this driver got, hey, you messed that up. And I got a really pissed off Karen calling me because you messed up her order. She was super inconvenienced by it. It's gross because of the pandemic. Do you think it, when they look at his accuracy of delivery statistics on the spreadsheet and he gets like a 42 percent asterisk um, and Anna was really, really pissed that they're going to go, oh, well, 42 percent. But fuck, Anna was pissed. Fire that cocksucker. Get him out of here. I don't think she's I trying to get anybody Anna fired. Pissed. She's no. not trying to get anybody fired. I just want them to know that they messed up and that they. Which is exactly why you wrote a letter to NBC. Huh. You thought they messed up. And it's not the local chapter making the decision on the programming. It'd be NBC overall since it ran nationwide. So you you took it out on the local guys, even though it was the national people that made the decision. My black sheep squadron. (laughs) Hold on. My black sheep squadron. No, I'm talking about last night in Jeopardy. Uh, Last night in Jeopardy. Uh, Why do you think it was not a local decision? Because nationwide it ran on all the major networks. Well, they uh, they have an obligation to consider the. Uh, we don't needs. get choices. We don't get choices when we have to run nationwide. Oh my god, we don't games. get choices on the songs we get to play on the radio when we're on air, Boyer. And my whole thing is, you're getting on Anna for misguided anger about her situation when you did the same thing when you wrote to the local NBC affiliate. When ben, they didn't make the choice, you should have gone to NBC's national page to complain about their programming choices. Then I would expect that someone from the local uh, affiliate would will run it up the flagpole. Just like Anna said, she hopes that the call center person will put it in the driver's report. Except that she was <laughs> yelling at this poor person in New Delhi. Your email Dude, was yelling. Boy, or the tone of your oh email. Oh my God. My email One was cool. Was there any exclamation points? Oh my God. Oh my no, God. of course not. The exclamation points Smiley are for faces. girls. <laughs> <No>. Angry emoji. <laughs> Uh, oh, denial. The only exclamation point was in Jeopardy because that is the name of the show is Jeopardy exclamation oh point. You, you even started off with, what did you say? Joe on his knees and Kamala. No. What did you say? I said, uh, um, what happened to Jeopardy? Question mark. I can't imagine you'll pull higher numbers with the knee pads Kamala and the Sleepy Joe show versus Jeopardy. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you could run this on MSNBC. More shit nobody cares. You cussed at them. Dude! 
Are you that's, insane? That's the name. They they know that's what that means. That, I'm sure that that's not what they think. That that's, of course it is. Go in the building and ask him. If you ask oh. seven out of ten long-term employees at NBC, at Station Venture oh. Operations, just across the street, you go, hey, what's that secret thing that MSNBC stands for? Seven out of ten of them are going to go, more shit, nobody cares. All right. Or. <laughs> right. <laughs> or they need to be fired because they're not following company protocol. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. Well, I felt better, so. But I just, and so did Boyer, but yet you're <laughs> wrong and he's right. So I don't, I don't understand him at all. Well, Never I mean, at all. My screed was written. I was not, uh, I was not screeching and squealing like a rapacious swamp sow in the ear of some wow. poor. He just called you a swamp sow. <laughs> Isn't he a delight? He I said really like. Is. Like, <laughs> which totally makes I'm sense. Like that <laughs> void, uh huh. You know, you've got uh, some poor kid who's taking messages and, you know, like emails from angry old men. It's very easy just to hit, you know, F7 and forward the fucking email rather than have to write down all the things. Okay. I don't know. It just it seemed like it was a little reactive. I was mad. But but you're justifiably I, so. Here's what I find interesting is that you said if somebody came in and they were very nice, they would get just here's a free drink. And I wouldn't let the barista know who messed up. You messed up because it wasn't that big of a deal. The person was cool about it. But if you have someone who comes in screaming, you messed up my drink. You gave me regular milk instead of soy milk. I'm you dairy like screaming at me, letting me know. I would then go to the barista. Hey. You know, you got to be really careful because some people will get really mad if you do this and this. Wow, that is astonishing because, you know, usually nice people, you attract more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. I know, but have you not heard, like, the you know, the person who shouts the loudest, like, gets listened to? Like, that's what, I, if if someone came in, hey, you messed up my drink, cool, remake it, bye, see you, have a nice day. I'm going to be stuck with this Karen for, like, 20 minutes after I make her drink, she's going to continue to go on about how it should have never happened. You know, we could have killed her. Yeah, and that's a kind of you being the uh, middle person who got yelled at. That's going to be what drives you to vent. You're going to get all fired up and you're going to be like, dude, I had to go through this shit because you fucked up. Can you yeah. please pay more attention? Mm-hmm. Or you need to. Wow, why would that it be different? Sense. Why would it be any different? A, a it nice is. person. Because mistakes happen. But, but when you're doing something like in a pandemic, giving someone's groceries to another house for them to touch and unload, or giving somebody dairy when they're, you know, lactose or have an allergy, it's serious. And the mistake needs, if the mistake is something big enough to be yelled about, then I think it's worth mentioning. Why wouldn't you want to be nicer to somebody who's nice to you? Because you didn't do it. You didn't make that drink. But if they came up and they go, look, Anna, and they said your name right. Yes. Look, um, you guys really messed this up. I hope you can help me out. Cause, and this is the second time this has happened this week. And I got the gram soy jism milk instead of the real goat's pride or whatever the fuck it is. Could you, could you please fix this for me? And I would be fixed. But wouldn't you want? Wouldn't you want to help you? Oh man, the second time, I'm really sorry about that. And here's a coupon for fifty percent off on your next. Not one. always. 
No, they get they would get a second drink. They would get a new drink and a sincere apology and sent on their way. But if they bitched about it, if they came in and they ranted and raved, then they would get if, free shit. If because I'll tell you this right now, if anyone calls Starbucks corporate right now and says anything, I didn't like the way the barista said good morning to me. I didn't like the smell of your location. I didn't like the setup. They will get a free Starbucks gift card. So if wow. you're one of those people who goes out out of their way to complain, you will get rewarded just because a Starbucks corporate would love to shut you up. That's so fucked up because that promotes incivility. We're not, we're, there's nothing, we're not, they're not going to fix. It's just, that's how the system is. Right. Cause if, if, if somebody on the show came to you and said, Anna, could you um, fix this and make this edit for the news, please? Is that better than going, fuck, could you fucking fix this goddamn thing? The fucking edit is all wrong. Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's going to make you feel better as a performer and as a, a show member and a partner if you get the nice request or the mean one? The mean one would stick with me a lot longer. Hell yeah. I wouldn't wow. make that mistake again. That's for sure. Wow. God damn it. You're so quick to yell at people, and yet you're trying to promote kindness right now. I'm so confused by this conversation. <laughs> How am I quick to yell? How am I quick to yell at people? <laughs> you do. Like, your trigger is so short. Wow. No, that's never with food people. You never get mean with food people. Well, that's different. She Amazon does more than just food. It's, oh, are you talking about Starbucks? I'm, I'm talking about, yeah. But I Starbucks would never, can't hide any. Well, normally, I understand that, like, in a kitchen, if you're worried because you can't see your food or whatever, uh -huh. but in Starbucks, everything's, like, well, right You can't take, there. taste the difference between regular oh, and decaf. There you go. You got to be nice to the food people, <laughs> especially these times. So, Boyer, if you're licking it before you stick it, are you worried that Victor's cock was just there before she was over at your house? Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's got to be like, you know, how oh many God. days since the, somebody oh squeezed one God. off in this cooch? Uh -huh. Oh, my God. Because you, you wonder about Thanks that. Emily. Huh? Do. <laughs> no, you do. And, you know, well, let's see, is four days enough? Is five days enough? What if she lies? <laughs> I, they, well, that's why you got to insist like on. You were blown a guy. You got to insist on a shower first. You, that's but, okay. but then but the question is, how really far insist? up can you get in the shower? Uh -huh. You really insist on a shower every time. If I contacted some of your exes that I am very familiar with, would I get from them? Yeah, when we first started hooking up and we weren't exclusive, he made me shower every time before we did anything. Probably more than not. Huh. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And that and that really But not a hundred percent. Uh depends on the, And you just said depends on how much you alcohol is. You have to insist. You, you have, have to, to insist. <laughs> You're full of shit. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. <laughs> well, like if there's no shower, then you're I mean, I, I don't want to eat the gritty kitty. But you've always oh said god. you've gotta lick it before you stick it. So yeah. what is it? So if that's the case, then you have to go into triage and you have to just concentrate on basic uh, clitoral stimulation. You can't really. Uh, the hand gesture I just saw. I'm gonna... oh, you can't look at him when he talks no. about these things, Anna. You, you, you don't learn. really want to. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, you're not going to tongue fuck the snot oh box. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, not ready for that one. I hate this. 
until there's Emily brought it up. I'm sorry, she brought it up. So guys, uh, I'm you, just... <laughs> you brought this up as your topic earlier when we were brainstorming on the show. Listen, this is a real important and valuable lesson for young men uh, who are uh, you know uh, about to go uh, into a deep dive. Oh God. On uh, on some minge. So you gotta, you know. Yeah, just when you think you can't get more vile, right? Yeah, because you really, you really don't want to be down there and then wind up, you know, having something else, some other guy slide out. If you look at the, oh man, if you look at the shape of the dick. The dick's got a, right, so the, the old joke is, you know, why is there a head on a man's cock, you know? And, well, the the Englishman will tell you it's for the pleasure of the man, and the Frenchman will say it's for the pleasure of the woman, and the man from Warsaw will tell you it's so his hand doesn't slide off when he's jerking it. But the real reason there's a head on a guy's dick is because it's supposed to go up and then squeegee the coos. Oh, stop! In case there was another load in there before you got home. Oh. That's the reason. You can look this shit up. I'm sweating. I'm so uncomfortable. That's why it's there. So maybe you should stick it before you lick it just to get the other guy out of there if there's one in there. I did not ask for sex ed with Chris Boyer. I would rather have it with my parents all over again. Really? You would rather have your mom explain the purpose that there's a uh, head on a dick? Uh huh. I don't. Uh huh. Absolutely. I would love to hear your mom call in and explain the reason there is a head on a dick. We're not doing that to dear sweet Judy. Never. You're not allowed to talk to her ever. (laughs) Ever. If she ever calls in, I'm going to make Dave mute your mic. I mean, she may not know why. What? I like to prefer she doesn't. And we'll just leave it at that. Oh, you know, because no, like if you look at a he's still going. at a dog dick or a no, cat cock, no, 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 there's not really a, a, a head on those because those uh, females oh will God. go around and they'll get jizzed in by a bunch of different males, oh and so you'll have one litter birthed by that female, and there can be multiple males, multiple paternity in that. Uh, to a female too. What do you mean? That could happen to a woman. Yeah, it's very, very rare. It, it is. It's very rare. Where <laughs> yeah, they, but it can still happen. Where they have twins and the twins <laughs> yeah. have different fathers. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's so rare that it makes the weekly world news the very few times it happens. <laughs> but being in dog rescue, you know, they're... You spend a lot of time looking at their dicks. Yes, no, he does. He times, does. Well, you, of course you do, because you... you you care about the health of this animal, but you also spend a lot of time looking at the offspring that come out of this, uh, you know, freshly loaded female, and uh, you go, "Wow, that one looks like it's part dachshund, and that fucking thing looks like a German Shepherd, and that over there looks like a husky," and you just know it's because uh, you know a whore. she's a whore. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So anyway. Uh, the, the whole thing started out as... Back to my back to the point 20 minutes ago. <laughs> the whole thing started out as... I, I, was, I was talking to a, a lady friend of mine, and she was chatting about a, a lovely interlude with her husband while she was sucking his dick, and she goes, 
you know, I'm really, because I, I, I like sucking his dick and I'm really into this, but I couldn't help but think this thing was in Jenna's butt. And what did you say? And I said, well, what's the time between, you know, that, that has elapsed and how many showers have to go on? And I, I think we came up with like four or five was a, mm. an acceptable number. But I'm telling you, as as uh, as a dude, you gotta uh, you know wash it like a raccoon before you eat it. So Anna, you were the only lady on the show that didn't have to answer earlier. So go oh. ahead, take us out with your answer. Do you want to be the uh, sucker wondering, or uh, Cindy or Jenna taking it in the uh, tail? Uh, I'll be. I'm oh, Cindy. Is that the one taking it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You've been listening to the DSC Backwash Podcast. Uncut and uncensored. Exclusively online on 1015kgb.com.